Two Guys, One Shaker Cup Podcast, hosted by Joshua Shaw and Ryan Buckeye. A nostalgia episode today, Josh Shaw. No, we're not talking about your childhood growing up in Ohio and the decision to go to what you called in the previous uh, episode a prestigious college in Kent State. I mean, come on. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a two-year tech school, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I don't even know what to say that because, exactly. you know, there's this – there's this thing in um, everybody says around uh, it's like Akron's like our big rival and they would say, you know, it's uh, can't read, can't write Kent State. So it's like this whole thing on, you know, whatever. But regardless of what people think, if you look at the U.S. news college, whatever rankings that doesn't mean shit because those papers don't mean shit. We do OK. Yeah. Kent State do. does OK. <laughs> and you also write an OK size check to that publication to put you in the top 15 yeah. or whatever it is. So um we get to, but nostalgia, we get to maybe take a trip down memory lane today and just doing more of an episode that, I mean, typically when we do these episodes, there's some sort of business spin on it. And this one's going to be kind of, I think, more fun. Sure, we can, we can, we can talk about the impact that said supplement maybe had on the space and in the category. But Josh and I want to go around and talk about the fav- our favorite, personal favorite dietary supplements that we've ever taken. And I asked Josh before the episode, does Cialis count? Because if Cialis counts as a supplement, my number one, baby. But, and and not one, because two, of and four. <laughs> not, yeah, it's, it's I mean not because of like the you know people old people take it for a certain reason. I mean us bodybuilders take it because we like the pump, and then the secondary reason that associates the pump isn't a bad uh, quote unquote side effect of that supplement. I remember reading in I don't remember what the the book was called, but it was around the Balco. Um, oh yeah, okay. The thing and I, I can't remember what it was. It was it was all around that whole phase. And they were talking about Viagra being used in the Olympics and them kind of using the term like vitamin V, like that was the, the term <laughs> for it or whatever. And I thought it was funny because I, the same thing, it's like, it's used in two ways. Yeah. It's used for the sexual performance side of it, but it's also used, it's a uh, pump type of thing yeah. better than anything else that you're going to get. 100%. And a lot of those um, athletes are taking it because of that reason. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to include it as a supplement, I mean, I mean, I which 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 brand actually did include it as a supplement several years ago? Didn't didn't Craze one yeah. of the pre-workouts actually have Cialis in it? Mm, I think it might have been something else, but but there has been a few of them that have done that. Yeah. Um, it's it, some call so it smart, it, some call it fucking stupid. I mean, it's smart <laughs> until you get caught, and then it's That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Um, the FDA is listening to this and they're like, we, we have to cancel culture this uh, podcast. Yeah, see, I mean, that's, I mean, we're like the fucking, what's that Netflix show? Cuties that got, that's getting all the, the hype about being canceled culture, child pornography, stuff like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what we are now. We're cuties uh, of the podcast world. All right. I don't know if you, how you want to do this. You want to do it category by category, but um, I think people, I mean, people are probably most interested in the pre-workout category because that's been fucking blown up to, to a crazy thing. But I think... Um, there's a lot of like, there's protein, there's pre-workout, there's amino, um, there in the case of Josh Shaw, like there's anabolic steroids. So we could talk about any dietary supplement on the planet. Um, but let's start with like, let's start with proteins because maybe they're not as exciting, but my God, if you, Josh and I are old enough and so are probably a lot of our listeners to, to have used certain protein powders that it was, it was a fucking chore to drink them down. It was hard. It was gross. But we did it because we want to be Joe Weider, we want to be Hulk Hogan, whoever the hell it is. But it was, it was tough, man. Yeah, there and and it's funny because the the product I had in that category, it was based around just the big leap in flavoring. Um, 
And I'm going to say like BSN Synthesis 6 because like if you remember when that came out, like that was the time frame when like products still tasted very bad, yeah, not cardboard. that great. Um, so then when that product came out, regardless of what the macro content was, obviously there was a reason why it tasted so great. But when you tasted that, it blew everything else away. You were like, what the heck? Like, why am I drinking this crap, this other like stuff? And then I think that was the point where everybody started to realize like, oh, we're gonna have to mess with some flavor systems here. And like, it kind of brought everything up. So for me, like it was a big impact because I remember before that drinking things that just were not all that good. And it's funny because relatively, like if we say doesn't taste really good and then maybe some of the old timers listening to this are going to say, you guys never had to drink this or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. You know, whatever. But like there was still there were still levels to this. And I think that for me was like such a big level in between of them from like a taste perspective that brought all the other people's games they had to raise up. And now it's like if you taste a product that has like a couple carbs in it and you you go against synthesis, it literally tastes the same. Now you're like, wow, I everything kind of tastes the same it's it's interesting well it's it went the consumer mindset went from taste to now quality because quality didn't exist back then since the six it could have been sweetly i don't even know what it was but back then it's like finally something that tastes good eric hart and the team at bsn did something i think eric was there during that time uh, maybe not we could talk to him but like created something that people are like wow it doesn't taste like dirt i mean the way proteins back, I mean, it, it's not even that long ago, man. I mean, honestly, like, they didn't start getting good until, like, 2014-ish, 2013, 2012, somewhere in that area. Because I remember in college, um, I graduated college in, in 09, and it still tasted like fucking garbage. It wasn't until shortly after that, like, some of these good things came out. But um, it, it's just like, wow, now I can, like, drink something. I don't, Do you remember the price point was that? Did they, did they put a premium price point on that because it tasted so good compared to, like, the GNC brand or whatever else was out there? I, th I think so, because I think they the serving have. size as a whole was bigger. So, like, per serving, I think we're a lot more than if you went out and even got the counterpart, I guess, you know, after they bought them, like, you know, optimal nutrition. And it's funny, because when we were at that age, I remember, like, five pounds of protein was, like, 25 bucks. Yeah. Now it's, you know, it's double or almost triple that for a lot of brands. Right. Um, for me, so I remember, like, the first protein I think I ever take, took in my life I believe it was MuscleTech's NitroTech or a version of it, um, and it was yuck. My, I only took it because my brother had it when he was back in high school. But then in college, I took just the GNC brand, and then the Complete Nutrition had like a house brand at that point, which it was. I think it was Titan, which Titan still exists today. Uh, but it was like good, but not great. So then Gasperi had Myofusion Cookies and Cream, which I still think to this day is the best cookies and cream protein I've ever had in my life. Um, I would buy tubs and tubs of that shit off of bodybuilding.com because it was so good. And I don't, I don't know what it was, was in it, but to you, you know, I, it was refreshing because like as a, at that point I was a recreational bodybuilder, somebody who wanted to be bigger, but I didn't necessarily know how to do it. Uh, it was like, I, if I have to drink this stuff, I need something that's at least you could say edible, but at least like taste better than ass. And, um, you know, that was to me. So like, uh, there wasn't anything special about the product. It does not exist anymore today. I don't know why or, or what the reason being is, but that flavoring system to me, which is which is hilarious because, like, in the protein category, we're going to spend our, all of our time talking about flavoring system for the most part because, like, it wasn't like, okay, this, this zero-carb whey protein isolate came out, so now that's my favorite of all time because I had zero carbs. I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, today in 2020, now, like, like I mentioned earlier, it was, like, taste, and now it's like, oh, well, this one's got four grams of carbs and this one has two. Okay, like 
That's eight calories. <laughs> Chill the fuck out, people. <laughs> Chill. Even if you're like a hardcore bodybuilder and you're going to lose your shit over eight calories, understand how the food industry works. And I don't mean to get on a tangent, but this is, this is important. Yeah. Everything is based on the law of averages, people. Like that, that, that protein container that you're just consuming could actually have more than four grams of carbs. There could be eight in that serving. It's a law of averages. Like based on everything calculated over a period of a lot, like it should average what that is. But you could get a higher concentration, and that deal that goes any, that, that's anything from protein powder to food um, to whatever it might be. Like it's what you read on a box is not a hundred percent factual. It it's meant to be, but um, you know it's not. So just chill out. All right, that's my that's my thing. It just irritates me because it's like you get those people who are like boiling yeah. their chicken and. You know, like every every carb counts. Yes, to an extent, it sure does if you disregard a bunch of them over the course of a day. But two two more grams of carbs, is, if you lose a bodybuilding show because of that, then you didn't fucking work hard enough anyway. It's pretty simple. <laughs> it's like delusion because I was I always laughed at all that because I think to myself, like, first of all, you have absolutely no idea how many calories you're burning during your workout. Yeah. Like, so that variable you don't know anything about. Plus – they're, they're the first piece of people that will go to like Chipotle and just take the uh, word of the um, the nutrition facts on their website when you have no idea how many, you know, point something grams extra that that scoop was over the other right. one. You, right. it's, like, it's just so funny to me that like people get so bogged down on these like little uh, little minutia of, of things like, come on, man, like right. chill out. Um, I also was thinking towards – uh, a small brand and they don't, they're not in existence anymore. And it was like, cause you said bodybuilding.com. I was thinking about back then in, you know, late two thousands. And, um, there was this brand called extreme formulations. Um, and they had this, like, they had this like lemon protein, like it was, really? it was like a protein slash carb, like a post-workout product. And I always thought it tasted really good. Or maybe it was raspberry. I can't remember what it was, but like, it was really good. And I remember like thinking to myself, like, wow, if this brand just literally like knew how to run their business. And I honestly, I don't know who was behind it. Maybe they're still in the industry. So I apologize. But, but, uh, I remember thinking back then as a college kid, like, ah, oh, they just knew how to like run their business better. Like this product could do really well, but like they were just stuck in that little small niche and nobody knew of them. I don't even know who the hell you're talking about, but yeah. I mean, yeah, you're like, they, yeah, they haven't uh, existed for a long time. Yeah. They're on bodybuilding.com. I mean, I, I would think I would know them because I was a huge BBCom purchaser for a long, long time. Um, let's, so then the, now that we're on BBCom, I want to throw one at you. That's not part of, it's not a supplement, but what's been your favorite, like consumer experience or retail short store slash online store that you've purchased supplements from, you know, I did spend a lot of time buying things from bodybuilding.com. Yeah. And I actually really enjoyed the, that experience. Not that I was all, I was always a self-directed consumer anyway. So mm -hmm. it wasn't that I needed a lot of help. Like I didn't call up uh, barbell Betty and she told me how to you know, do whatever, you know, how <laughs> their they names are hilarious. Names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they all like names. Like, I never did that, but I know on a few occasions living in college, um, like housing developments and things like porch pirating still happened back then. And people, the things would just disappear. And they were always like, no questions asked. Like, cool. We get it. We understand. Like, let's just ship you out another thing. Mm -hmm. And I always loved that. Cause I was like, man, like I was always pissed off that somebody just stole my, you know, all of the money I saved up to buy some protein powder or whatever. And it's like, it just disappeared. So I always enjoyed that aspect that they really didn't question too much. They were just like, Hey, we trust you. We trust, you know, whatever they could see purchase history and all that, obviously. But I always enjoyed that experience because at that time, this was 
you know, we're, we're talking now like 12, 13 years ago. Right. And, you know, there wasn't the Amazons, there wasn't those like massive catalogs of merchandising that you have today. So like that was arguably where you got the most amount of merchandising. So when you were trying to find those like weird, unique little brands, that's where you found them at. Yeah, bodybuilding.com was my jam too. I mean, I think it's a completely different experience today than it was back then. Uh, you know, you would get free gifts with every purchase. You would get the tiered approach. I mean, it was like, it was super customer service centric and their chat bots and, and you know, yeah, Barbell Betty, people like that. I mean, they were so yeah. helpful. Uh, I mean, I didn't go to a college in which people robbed people like Josh did, but I mean, we started the show explaining why that is uh, tech school. But I mean, <laughs> it, it, I can see them taking care of a situation gone wrong like that. I mean, they double shipped me a $400 order one time. I let them know about it, and they said, don't worry about it. That's on us. I got to keep $800 in supplements because they fucked up. And um, I will admit I have not ordered anything from Bodybuild.com in probably – I mean, since Fitness Informant, obviously. But even before that, it's probably a couple of years. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's I been just, a long time for me as well. I, I've bet, have had things shipped from them, obviously, their remix protein that they've done with Hostess and stuff. But, I mean, I just – I don't even know what the shopping experience is anymore. I, I, and I should probably just do it just to do it as a consumer. But, I mean – if I am going to buy any supplements nowadays, which I mean is like never, I just walk into a vitamin shop, something quick because I just it's like fish oil. It's nothing like that that yeah. I really kind of like lose my shit about. So, um, yeah, the classic days of body. I mean, bodybuilding. I think it's a nostalgia thing too. It's like you fell in love. I remember when I visited bodybuilding in Boise. It's like I used to buy from this place all the time. It's kind of cool that I'm like in these offices now and I'm walking through this building, um, and hopefully they. I don't know where they're at. You know better than I do, but hopefully they can be sustainable for a while and stick around because it's our 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 youth drug addiction was supplied by bodybuilding.com if they go away it's going to be like we're losing a part of us can't have that yeah yeah no i i agree it's like i in any piece of content i've ever created over the last few years on bodybuilding.com it's like even if i'm hypercritical on certain strategic moves it always i always make sure that i bring back to that point of like if it wasn't for them i wouldn't be even be able to talk like this Mm because it wouldn't be I wouldn't have had a start in any of this. So I always kind of attribute that. And I've, and I've told, you know, Ryan DeLuca that and, and everything like that. So it's been one of those things where I've always kind of thought of that. And I, and I wish them always well, because I, I hope that I don't have to you know, tell somebody 20 years ago or 20 years from now, like, oh yeah, I got my start this way. And they're like, what is that? I don't mm-hmm. know. That sounds so silly. Like there was a website called bodybuilding.com. You were on the message about, boards you know, and your, yeah. and your screen name was what Josh? So if you start, so I hope they can sustain and, and continue their business, but um, yeah, you just, you just never know. Right. All right. So let's go to, have you ever used muscle builders? Not extensively. Or not, fat burners. Like, um, yeah, again, not really all that extensively. I mean, like I, there's probably not one that I could call up by memory that I would be like, this one was the best. Like, I remember trying a lot of the things that were like become banned or whatever, yeah, but, that's the thing. Uh, um, like I just was never a heavy user of any of those. I was always like a, a small kid growing up. So like I was not necessarily, at least on the fat burner side, I wasn't buying like the, you know, the lipo six whatever, or the, um, ephedra this or that, or whatever, that wasn't like a product category that I, I did take some of those maybe for like the energy in college, just cause it was, you know, energy drinks wasn't as big of a thing. And I had access to maybe some of those types of capsules or something, sure. but, um, I used it like that. And the same on like the muscle builder type of psych, just because I never really, I was never attaining to be like a bodybuilder or whatever. Those things were never like the first thing I pulled to be like, Oh, I need to get these things. Yeah. I think, I mean, just on a topic, I'll just quickly, there was two fat burners that I knew that there was something in them that was not, uh, shouldn't have been in it. Um, 
Dexaprene from iForce, which they've changed. Uh, this was the stuff from back in like 14. And then Oxyproline from USP Labs. I think that um, became like the number one selling fat burner pretty quickly. Yeah. And uh, it was actually, and, and then Mike Roberto and I've had this conversation too. It's actually one of the only fat burners I can remember in which I actually truly believe worked. Like, and, and, and maybe it's because it had, I think it's had a bunch of GMA in it or whatever, right? Just like, um, but it, uh, it was an interesting time because that, that was, came out at the same time like Jack came out and it was just like those two SKUs just carried that fucking company to crazy high levels. Um, yeah. But yeah, in terms of muscle builders, like I, I mean, I tried everything under the sun. I tried fucking over-the-counter pro hormones. I've, I've tried supplements, um, SARMs. Like I've done, like, and I've been pretty vocal about all this stuff it's like it's all it's all smoke and mirrors people it's garbage like i mean just don't i i don't understand why people take them their price so high and the impact that you get from them is like it's not worth 70 bucks i'll tell you that much like i'll buy 70 dollars worth of food and i'll gain more weight than i will if i take that capsule so um what's the the best flavor of like amino because i i sip on aminos just to sip on because i think they taste good but there's always like a couple that sort of stand out. I don't give a shit about ratios. If it's ten one one, two one one, if it's a f- full spectrum EAA, if it's whatever, I don't care. But like, what was the best amino product you've ever taken? I mean, I'm trying not to deal with recency bias because if we were going to go that route, it's like maybe probably something from like Ghost or something that's yeah. probably best tasting now. But like, I remember probably if I, and if I tasted that formula today, I probably would think it would be nasty, but I remember like there was a, and I, I guess this is because I enjoy a lot of like the lemon citrus, those types of flavors. Um, I liked like the lemonade of Sivations, like extend yep. this, you know, whatever. But, um, like I, I bet if I, t- if they had that original formula somewhere shacked away and I tried it, I'd probably think nice is nasty, mm. uh, comparable to today. But, uh, back then I remember it thinking like, wow, this is really good tasting. Yeah, I, you've probably never tried, but um, Sam Strange, who's now with Myoblox, had a company called Pitbull Labs, mm, and they made yeah. uh, they made a cherry cola flavored amino, and it was like one of the only ones I've ever had that tasted pretty spot on to it, and it was just so unique that it stood out to me, um, and it was actually a decent formula too. I mean, I got that while I was on Fitness Informant. Otherwise, if I was going to look outside that, I mean, I still I think um, Spartan Nutrition is no longer here anymore. I don't think, but they made like a lemon drop one that was absolutely amazing. Um, I thought their flavors and aminos were great. No idea what happened to them. And then, like, Core makes a, a lemon flavor. Actually, Core makes one, an Australian gummy snakes, I think it's called, it was, or Australian sherbet, which was, like, a Subs.com exclusive. That shit was off the chart. That, that's probably my favorite flavor of all time because I'm a huge orange fan for that reason. Mm. I, don't li- I don't like orange juice, but, like, that orange sherbet tropical flavor stuff, maybe that makes me a, a little bitch. I don't know, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I don't know even know if they still make it anymore. And if not, Doug Miller, I know you're not listening or watching because you're busy. But somebody relay the message to Doug Miller or Patrick Mayb and get this or, and get this shit made again, specifically just for me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it. I wish we were able to like um, dial back and like ask some of these owners that are still in the industry. Hey, can, you, I know you still probably have that spec sheet somewhere. Can mm-hmm. you just <laughs> pop over and like you know hundred servings and send it over to me because I'd love it. What's the best supplement that you've taken that at the time you thought was like really innovative, uh, well done, and then to come to find out years later it's it's nothing special? Man, <laughs> I don't know. I just that's a good question because I, I don't think I've ever been really in tune with like the formula side of things. Um, 
and when I was first starting out, even when I was doing some of the stuff at bodybuilding.com um, with like on the form or whatever, like I, I used to do a lot of very simple things. I think that was also because I, um, this is like back then in college. So uh, Ben Hartman, you, uh, Morphogen. So we went to uh, college together, whatever, but there was a bunch of guys like in this bodybuilder kind of crew that worked at the rec center that I worked at as well. And like, they were very simple in terms of like, they were like, you know, take five grams of, you know, creatine, take this uh, waxy maze. You realize take- that these guys are the sons of bitches stealing the stuff off your porch. Because yeah, you were telling them what you bought. I should I should ask him if he stole the stuff off the <laughs> But um, they were really big into like these like super simplistic things uh, because I was just kind of getting into it and like this is what you – I just followed what they said to take or whatever. So I think right. at the time I never really understood like how things were advancing, I guess, on that level. I wasn't taking a lot of like the really crazy funky stuff. I mean like the first supplement I took was like Celtech, which – at the time, oh, I probably thought it was user, like the, steroids. The yeah, I mean, I literally, because I thought to myself, and I told this story on my channel before, is that uh, I was looking at like a muscle and strength, uh, muscle and fitness, or a flex magazine, or something that I picked up at whatever probably store I was at, and I thought to myself, well, if these guys can get this big on that, I can obviously gain a little bit of muscle for baseball season. This would be great. Yeah. So then, I remember taking that and thinking like. I can't wait till these muscles start growing. This is going to be awesome. You know, whatever. Like I was so, so naive in, in high school, not thinking like, oh, they were taking something else. So if you're asking me that question, I think I probably thought that was so advanced that it was going to just like turn me into Popeye and it, and it never happened. It was just a bunch of sugar with some, with some creatine monohydrate. Yeah. I think, um, I think like the, I mean, mine, one of, that's one of mine too. Metabolic nutrition, CGP, um, which was basically creatine with sugar. Right. Like that was people. People would tell you all the time. Well, you got to take your creatine with grape juice because that's how mm. you that's the only way that you can get in your system. You remember that? Like you had to be taking yeah. it with juice. Yeah, it was with juice. Yeah. I remember it, was it had to be with juice, juice yeah. or or even with your protein because you need that sugar spike for your body to actually absorb it and use it. I was like, oh, and, and the thing is, people believed it. Like you've learned yeah. everything about supplements on on fucking forms. Like that's how you did it. Um but then the other one from metabolic nutrition was like Tripep, which tasted fantastic, which was an amino acid product. But they tried to sell you on this like technology in which uh, peptides were like the thing, like protein peptides or amino acid peptides, which I don't even know what the fuck that means sometimes. Um, tasted great though. So I would pay an extra like $10 for 30 servings because of that. Same with CGP from Metabolic. Um, and the other one was, I think every, anybody in the world could say that to your point, right? Like you're taking cell tech. Like the first supplement we always decide to take, we think is going to be game changing. And then we find out like, and I've said this story on, on plenty of forms before, but like the first product I ever took was a was a chewable capsule or chewable tablet that had Mike the situation as the the advertiser. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm in the gym, I'm hearing these guys talk about these tablets that they're getting from the local nutrition store. I'm like, yeah, but I got the I got the situation stuff over here. You guys ain't got shit. I mean, I wasted so much. <laughs> So much, and that's why I created Fitness Informer to try to help people like idiots like me who looked at the situation, who loved Jersey Shore, because that's what I did, and uh, you know I bought that stuff. So I don't. I mean, that's that's the best. Of, that's the best that I got in, in terms of that. So, um, well, you know, let's go to the popular category. I think we'll probably spend some time on this and, and walk down memory lane. But um, you know, protein's always been essential. But I think pre workouts have been the most fun category for us to try in our youth, in our elder years. Um, so. What, what's the, let's just say, what's the first pre-workout that you remember ever taking? I'm, I'm fairly, um, I guess, confident that I think the first one that I took, at least the first that I bought in my own money, 
was um, an Explode. That was the first one I bought. And this was in college. Um, and I remember it very distinctly because me and my roommate, we went hacks on it um, because we were broke and <laughs> broke whatever. You know, this is how we did me and my roommate. Broke. So we went in there and I remember we also got a, this was like shaker cups were kind of like even starting to be a thing. Um, okay. I remember we went in there, we got it, we shook it up. Didn't realize that like there was those like bicarbonates in there, whatever, and ah, it, like it exploded. Yeah. There's, the your, there's your explode. And it was like blue blue raspberry, and literally it went all over our kitchen. And it was the funniest thing ever, just because like in college you don't give a shit. Right. But uh, I remember that very distinctly, thinking like, wow, this is crazy. And I remember taking it and thinking it was like the best thing I've ever taken in my life. Like I that was like the I think the point in which I started to really care probably more about supplements because right. I think of the sensory aspect of it that you take it and you're like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. My first one, it was either something from complete nutrition, but the first one I remember ever actually taking as I got a job at progressive, um, as I got in the masters, my master's program and my boss gave me, um, super pump max from Gasparri nutrition, mm. which if anybody remembers like Gasparri and USP were kind of like banging and, and no explode. We're kind of like those three guys were like banging it out for that pre-workout category. So like, they called it super dumb, right? You all, I think, pretty, yeah. pretty much remember that because that's what happened when you took it. Um, so that was mine, and it's like it's okay. And then he gave me the uh, famous jacked as my next as my next pre workout. So I kind of he was my he he was my pharmacist, you could say, for a while there, <laughs> hooking me up uh, with these with these sketchy ass pre workouts. But um, you know, as as we walk down that memory lane and we talk about favorites of all time. I only put jacked on my list of favorites of all time because of the experience and how terrible it actually was. Like, I mean, I would double scoop the stuff, Josh. And mm. I mean, it's, there were drugs in that, like legit drugs in Jack. I would double scoop it. I'd get a phone call at work and like, I just want to tell the person on the phone to fuck off because I'm starting to shake and sweat <laughs> and I want to get to the gym. Cause I'd always take it at work and then drive five minutes down the road to the gym. It gave me enough time to set in. Well, if a phone call came, I, I'm going to answer this shit. Cause that's the type of person I am. And I just remember there were times where sometimes those phone calls were an hour long with somebody and it just sat there in my chair shaking to the point where I thought I was going to die. So, I mean, <laughs> people listen to this are probably like, how is that one of your favorites? I would never buy it today, but just I have so many memories and experiences around that pre-workout that I have to put on one of my one of my favorite pre-workouts of all time just because of everything that I got to like experience with it. One of my uh, industry buddies, remember we were, a couple years ago, we were creating a, a project. I was working with him on something and we were working with a new contract manufacturer and it was a, a kid was v very new. He hadn't really been in the, um, into that industry yet. And he was, uh, we, we kind of were telling him, hey, this is a pretty strong formula. Um, and it was like the DMHA type of mm -hmm. phase, like, you know, whatever. And um, he took too many samples of like trying to figure out a, a flavoring sample and he ended up getting like totally wiped out. And I remember telling him, um, and both of us were kind of laughing saying like, you, you don't really get in the industry. You don't bet your badge of honor until you've been able to like shake and stuff to the point where like, you feel like you're going to throw up and like, like, this is just how many times can you feel like you've gotten to that point? I, it's like, it's just normal. I think it's weird because you end up a lot of times being like test subject number one and, uh, anybody, has had those different experiences. I don't care who you are. Um, if you've been in the industry long enough, you have went a little bit too far on some certain things. You tried too many samples one day, or maybe yeah. you, you know, tried too many different things together. And then you're sitting in the middle of the gym, like it starts out pretty good. And then like 10 minutes in, you're like, I need to sit down. Like, I, I don't feel good at all. Like, I feel like I'm going to pass out here. Um, so 
that's a funny experience. Like you said, like, I don't want to always experience that, but yeah, it, it, happen it happens. I, I also had uh, Gaspari super pump on there because to your point, I, I liked that product. I thought it was pretty unique. Mm -hmm. I thought it was to your, to your point. It also had that weird effect uh, that happened a lot of times. Um, so it was one of those things where yeah. uh, it made a lasting impression, I guess on my mind. Um, I was thinking about like another uh, pre-workout and this is mostly because I think I probably spent so much time consuming it, but like muscle farms assault because back during that time, it was an extremely great product. Um, and it was one of those things where it was super packed in terms of the ingredients. It was like because, one of the first ones that had a huge ass scoop, right? Yeah, it was yeah. really big scoop. It was, you know, almost 20 or so. Like it was one of those things where today even it would look probably pretty stacked yeah. up. But, um, you know, over time it got diluted. And now I don't even think the assault name is even around anymore. But the, I remember that experience during that time and just a lot of the stuff we were doing flavors and stuff. And to me, I was like, man, this is awesome. I loved it. I took it every day, even though I had access to, you know, other things. I think that's a kind of a unique thing. Cause like you and I, we have access to everything. Um, and there's certain things that we end up still like going back to over and over again. And I know this discussion, we're trying to like stay away from the recency thing. So like, we're not really talking about the things we are pulling today, right. but like, I remember distinctly thinking like I have access to other things, but I'm still like grabbing this every day and enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, that's muscle farm. I remember when we got that and I was at supplement warehouse too. It's like, what is this thing? Like, why is the scoop seven times the size of Jack? Like, I mean, I mean, then it's, then that's when I, as a consumer started questioning, right? Like I started questioning more and more. It's like, I think it took, I don't know. You were there. Like, I don't know how long it took people, consumers to kind of pick up on this super dosing thing, but then, um, yeah, I think I think Gaspari then tried to create something similar to what you guys are doing. If I remember, I can't remember correctly, but yeah, um, yeah. It, so outside of Jack being one of my favorites um, and trying to stay away from from recency stuff, I mean, <laughs> this one too. It's I, I, I you you get the idea that I was a high stim guy once in a day, but um, <laughs> and I was a metabolic nutrition fan, so like that's why I did TriPep and I did CGP. But ESP when that came out for the first time. I think that probably had DMA in it as well, but it was the first time that you saw like it had the big scooper and the little scooper, and mm. the direction said, all right, if you're an intermediate or a beginner, you take one of the small scoopers. If you're an intermediate, you take two of the small scoopers. If you're an advanced, you could take three of the small scoopers, which also equaled one of the big scoopers, um, which is dangerous as fuck because somebody could take three of the big scoops if they don't know how to read the directions, but it was one that hit you within like 15 minutes, and you would just sweat your ass off, and it was the best thing, the best thing I had taken since Jacked. Uh, and it was short-lived. I think it was on the market for maybe six to nine months. So that tells you all my favorites were illegal. Right? <laughs> so, um, but that's not to discredit the stuff that's out in the market today because there's a lot of really good stuff out there. But, you know, it's, it's, I'm sad for the youth of today because they don't get to experience the, the, the highs that we got to experience from some of these chemicals that we put in our bodies. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. the long-term effects. I don't know. I mean – when I was trying to have children and we were having a hard time having kids, I thought all that jack that I took, all that ESP that I took, <laughs> it killed my sperm, man. It killed it. And that was the first thing you went to. You yeah. were like, this is it. This yeah. is it. It's not anything else. It's got to be that. This is, this is God's way of making you pay for your decisions. You want to take <laughs> drug-laced pre-workouts? You ain't having children. Uh, I, this is a fun episode. It was cool. Like We don't get a chance to necessarily talk this very often, but um, – on this episode specifically, too, I think there's going to be hopefully a lot more engagement. So if you've listened to it, watched it, however, um, comment below with some of your favorites in the categories. Protein, um, pre-workout, amino, 
that supplement that you took you thought was a game changer and realized it was just a big bag of shit. I want to hear about all these things because I, it'll be fun to read some of these products and be like, oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Because we've used so many that, you know, I've had these, these conversations with others before and they say when I was like, I remember that. You know, I remember. And even myself, I didn't get to take some of the stuff that people like – people rave about or people say that they've had like these crazy weird experiences with i never got to take them and i'm a little jealous because i'm a i'm a risk taker at times although i know what's right and wrong it's just i know it's fun i mean it's it's you're putting according to um deshaya they're not drugs but according to ryan buckeye they're drugs that you're putting into your body (laughs) even today because it alters a lot of the stuff that you do so comment below hit that subscribe button whether it's on itunes spotify watching via youtube check us out on social media two guys one shaker cup on Instagram, Twitter, we are not on Snapchat, but uh, Facebook as well. And then follow Josh and I on our personal stuff. Uh, I'd recommend at Jay Shaw Consulting. He's on Instagram. He has a Facebook page. LinkedIn's, again, where I enjoy your content the most because you have your shirt on, at least for that. Um, the other one's, you know, parental advisory because um, he went to Kent State. So until next time, it's your boys. podcast we're on itunes spotify podbean stitcher youtube google podcast and more follow us along on our social media channels we're on facebook two guys one cup instagram and twitter